Welcome to The Concierge CPA. I'm Jackie Meyer, founder of The Concierge Accountant Program and Tax Ben IQ Software. This is a podcast for accounting firm owners and influencers who are pursuing world-class service. We discuss their path to excellence, their daily habits, and what influences them and their work. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around till the end of the show. We'll reveal how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go, y'all. All right. Today I have a very special guest, my friend, my mentor, Joe Peterson. There is so much that I could say to describe this man. Um, He has been such a strong, amazing influence in my life personally, but I know he's a mentor to a lot of people. And so, Joe, I'd like you to actually give us a little bit of an intro about yourself, and then we'll dive into a billion questions that I have for you today. Absolutely. And I, I love the fact we're starting with my uh, how amazing I am and the level of awesomeness <laughs> I've achieved. And we need to discuss that at length. But before we do, I've got to go back to you. Um, yeah, we've got to start with this. I've been in a wide variety of businesses over many decades, owned, operated, managed a wide variety of businesses, which is a really nice way of saying, if you read between the lines, I've run a lot of businesses in the ground that had to start over many times. <laughs> In that process, um, I'm I'm good at bookkeeping. I, I could be a clerk and, and finish those functions. And in fact, there's probably a lot of functions I could play as an accountant and do them well. Uh, when it comes to the level of uh, working on taxes, and taxes is a four-letter word. You take the e out. Taxes, and you know, my process was tax accounting, tax reporting, and then tax planning. So that is the correct sequence. When it comes to taxes, I I just absolutely had a physical reaction, almost similar to accounting tasks. I hated every second of anything I did in accounting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it came to taxes, I actually had a physical reaction. My eyes would start to like flutter. Uh, <laughs> my heart would go into defib. I could actually feel my kidneys hardening. Oh, geez. And the most amazing thing, it's a medical phenomenon that no doctor I've talked to has ever seen before, simultaneously having constipation and <laughs> it's never been seen before. But then I meet you. And, and not only are you brilliant, not only are you motivated and enthusiastic, but the passion you have for your craft, the passion you have for your industry, the passion and excitement and commitment you have, not just to uh, use your craft for personal gain, but to use your skills to help your industry and help change your industry, maybe even transform your industry. It's amazing. And it's it's inspiring to me. Um, I'm sorry. And it maybe cured your constipation. So that's good. I'm sorry. I'm getting a text from my doctor. Oh, Okay. I'm, I don't mean to interrupt with that, but with the test results, so much for HIPAA, right? Okay. This is, this is crazy. He's used the word incurable three times in the same sentence. That's crazy. You would think with a doctor's education, they would learn basic grammar, or basic English. So oh my goodness. So Joe, what's going on with your health? Apparently I don't have much time left. So we need to get this webcast done. <laughs> so let's get started. 
Okay. Wow. Um, all right. There's a lot to unpack there, but maybe we'll get there later. So I've, these podcasts have been running about 30 minutes and I know people would prefer them to be like five to 10 minute bite size. Cause that's our attention span these days, but that's going to be really hard to do with you. Um, if anyone has realized yet, Joe is not an accountant. Uh, Joe is an entrepreneur of many trades, a lot in real estate. Um, but now he leads what's called C12 in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Tell us a little bit about C12, Joe. Uh, absolutely. And actually, it's C12 Business Forums. Uh, I joined C12 as a member back in 2009 with my real estate development management construction company. And um, I had attended as a guest, uh, not really certain what I was attending, but I knew it was a CEO roundtable. And it was different than Vistage and YPO and so many other of the CEO roundtable providers in that one of the, the core requirements for being a member was having a, a, a foundation in the Christian faith. Each person at the table believes that Christ owns everything. And these businesses that he's called us to steward need to be stewarded in a manner that reflect his love, his hope, his joy, his integrity, his character, et cetera. So I knew I had no business being in the room. I'm in construction, <laughs> but it was an amazing day. I'm sitting at a table with, with a guy in the chicken business with restaurants all over North Texas, with a guy that just sold his healthcare company for a bazillion dollars, with a young guy with the internet company, a really diverse group. But what held them together was their foundation of faith and their commitment to try to figure out how do we do this? And so I watched them throughout the day as they challenged each other. They didn't just, you know, high five each other for a great idea. They said, are you sure that's a great idea? And they would really question the answers people came to the table with. They were holding each other accountable. Um, and the amount of courage, encouragement they gave me and watching them encourage each other. At the end of the day, they invited me to join. And I quickly said yes before they changed their minds because this, you know, again, Maybe in the restaurant business, you can somehow apply some ministry skills and, and do that. But in construction, no, it's dog eat dog. We don't talk about our faith. Mm -hmm. But over the course of like six or eight months, um, they changed me. They changed everything about how I did business. Uh, it did change my companies. It did change the impact of my companies. And um, I just became a raving fan. Uh, from everything they taught me, everything they encouraged me with. And a few years later, I had an opportunity as a result of a, a cancer diagnosis to, to sell my companies and divest myself of all the assets. And as I started to complete some, some treatments, uh, I had an opportunity to get busy again. And uh -huh. um, I was able to purchase uh, the C12 business form company for our area and focus all my energies, not on going back into real estate development, but instead yeah. spending all day, every day on relationships. But that, that includes really our webinar because I spent five minutes on the introduction. No, that should have, that was a, probably a really big decision, right? One of the biggest decisions of your life. How did you make that decision? Was it easy? Was it hard? It wasn't. It wasn't hard at all. In fact, it doesn't feel like a decision. When my C12 leader started talking to me about it, I already answered him before he finished the question. He mm. gave me a price. I added money to it. I said, that's not enough. I need to pay. That's how enthusiastic I was. I paid him more than he requested. Um, but gosh, this is, it's been, um, this was 2013. 
yeah, 2013, and now we're at 2022. So it's almost been 10 years. It's been the toughest thing I've ever done. I can but imagine. to look back at this crazy career I've had uh, and realize all of those struggles, all those nights that you're on your knees saying, Lord, why is this so hard? He was preparing me for something I didn't even uh, know existed. And now to spend 100% of my time on relationships with, with CEOs, business owners, and wonderful people like you, Jackie, I mean, I just can't feel like my life is more blessed. As difficult as this job is, it's important. Yeah, for sure. I mean, honestly, I'm a bit jealous because you're you're able to do what I've always felt like uh, needed to be done, but I didn't know how to do it. And that's what C12 pulls together for me. But bridging faith with work and making it not this like insane, hard thing to do, but like making it natural because it is a natural thing. God is everywhere. Um, our faith needs to be shown through work. We can't really separate our work life from our personal life, right? Mm -hmm. So you get to help people figure that out on a daily basis, which is really amazing. So speaking of that, what would be if someone's listening and like, oh, wow, I've never heard of this before in my life. Like, how am I going to integrate my faith into work? What, what if uh, there's, this is illegal or what are the laws around this? What's like a practical What's practical advice that you could give them to just get started? Um, well, let me back up just a second. Um, just imagine this for a moment. So many of us do strategic planning during a particular season of the year. And in the rest of the time, we're leading a pretty hurried life, not a busy life. Busy is okay. Hurried means I'm going at a pace where I seldom see what I'm running past. Um, with C12, each of our business owners come together as a board once a month for basically a sabbatical, a respite, a full day away from our phones, away from our electronics to carefully consider how we're doing and all the roles we play in life uh, with business owner and business leader being a significant part of that. And the theory is, and I, and I, I believe this to be true, if we can figure out how to operate and manage and manage our businesses in a manner that reflect him, in a manner that that shows him, in a manner that helps people draw closer to him. Would we finally get the growth? Would we finally get the increase in influence that we've been praying for for so long? Is God waiting for us to do this right before He brings the people, whether they're employees or new customers or both? And so, yeah, it's it's such a pleasure to be a part of this. It's a pleasure to have you a part of this as well. Um, the process is really simple. It's number one, realizing there is a better way, that the mm -hmm. pattern of life we've been leading is not the pattern we intended. The limitations we put on ourselves are not limitations Christ ever intended. There are so many business owners that feel owned by their business mm -hmm. as opposed to owning their business. There are so many business owners' spouses that are feeling the deficit of being married to a business owner. And the business owner himself or herself is saying, it's just the cost of being a business owner. Mm -hmm. Of course, my marriage is difficult. Of course, I haven't seen my teenage daughter in three months. It's the cost of being a business owner. No, it's not. God asked us to steward these businesses for him with his intent being this to be a blessing to our marriages, a blessing to our relationships with our kids, a blessing to our employees and our customers. You know what? Figure out how to do that right. 
Yeah. Finish your thought, Jackie. Well, you know, what's funny is one of the biggest things I got out of C12 was to make sure that I had date nights with my husband. Is that a religious concept? No, but it's something that we look at with our whole balance wheel of figuring out like, where is life working or not working? And it has been such a game changer to make sure that we have those. And when things feel off at home or disconnected, it's because we probably, you know, weren't doing our date nights, right? Absolutely. And it is is also, I want to correct you, it is a biblical concept. You know, only second to our relationship with Christ is our relationship to our spouse. And you to make certain that you are honoring that relationship and constantly cherishing that relationship as you show through a commitment to a date night is absolutely a biblical principle. Thanks for sharing that. How are you doing with keeping it up? Um, pretty good. We fell off again, but I brought it up again and Mark's getting it ready for us to go on our date tomorrow. So yay. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> it is a lot more fun when he plans it. That's awesome, Jackie. Yeah. I know another thing that was seems really small, but was a huge deal to a couple people in our C12 group was prayer at work. And so it took some of us uh, not naming any names or pointing any fingers, like almost a year to actually like say a prayer at work in front of everyone at my company. Um, it was very daunting task. And, um, but once we have, we've really seen like the, the power in prayer and anytime we're having a bad day, uh, or anything like that, we just can reset through prayer. Right. And so, we probably should have prayed before this podcast because we were talking about some pretty deep things before we started, but Hey, that's okay. Maybe at the end. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Let me just add to that. If someone is not comfortable or they don't feel like, Hey, I'm ready to do that yet. Good. Don't do it. Don't pray at the staff meeting. Don't pray at the Christmas party. Um, maybe God's calling us first as leaders to pray for our team. And maybe if we're not praying on our own for our team, possibly even, you know, by individual name, do we really have a right to pray in front of them? You know, prayer is not intended to be a show. Prayer is to be a genuine sharing of, of our faith in him. And so if, if you're feeling uncomfortable with praying in front of your team, maybe that's great because that's telling you instead pray for the team. So again, I'm getting too much into C12 stuff, but you're really kind to ask. No, that's a great point. And I forget these things all the time. And then you remind me, and that's what's so wonderful about our relationship. Um, So Joe, you've been through a lot of highs and lows in your life. Um, What is like a particular challenge that you've been through that you can share and kind of the lesson that you learned from it? And how do you stay like so grounded and connected with God, like on a daily basis? through the challenges that you've been through? Um, uh, thank you for asking that. The One of the things that C12 encouraged me, a, a gentleman in my group, this back in 2009, 2009, he said, do you have a one-year Bible? And I said, yeah, I'm sure I do. And uh, the next month he handed me a leather-bound edition of the one-year Bible. And he said, we all read this together. Hope you'll do it with us. And I thought he meant like we need to do it. He didn't mean that at all. He meant we're all reading it. And if we have a question or something happens, we should text each other, whatever. It's a way of holding us accountable. So that's 2009. I can't count the number of times I've read the Bible from front to back as a result of that gift. Um, it, it, 
my quiet time in the morning, um, waking up and deliberately, intentionally not looking at my phone to review the news, because that's probably the worst thing I could do to start my day. And everyone around me deserves better. But instead, trying to make my first thought, thank you, Lord, to give me another day, uh, another breath, another morning, and then as quickly as possible to move into quiet time with him and mm -hmm. reading his word and praying and journaling. We're not going to take that call. Um, uh, has changed everything. Um, it at first was difficult being consistent. But what happened is were the days I didn't start with some quiet time with him. I mean, why would I not start my day with talking to the, the creator of the day, the guy that knows my future? The days I missed my quiet time, I didn't like myself very much. Mm. It changed my perspective. Um, and so quiet time, it, it, if you understand the concept, and I know you do with, with your experience with C12, is probably the, the singular thing that, that really made the deepest changes in my life. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So I like to ask people what book they should go grab as soon as the podcast is over. Apparently you're recommending the Bible. So that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will add though, there is this tiny little book called the daily office that has very short prayers references to Bible passages for those that have like ADHD, like me. And you're like, I, there's no way I can focus on this for 30 minutes. Uh, and then you spend like two minutes, you set a timer on your phone and you spend literally two minutes sitting there kind of soaking in the world and God in that world, instead of just like, you know, blurting out or barfing your entire like needs and existence to God through prayer. Right. And that's something that's really missing in a Christian's prayer life is listening. And I mean, that's missing, I guess, with everything in life, right? I mean, we are spend so much time talking as we see here talking on a podcast, <laughs> but listening is so important and vital. So I'm not going to let you get out of the prior question I asked, which is a big challenge that you've been through and what lesson have you learned from it? You mentioned okay. cancer. That's kind of a big thing, right? Uh, it's rumored to be, yes. Yeah. Um, tell you what, let me let me preface it with this. Um, when we're in a restaurant with a friend, they say, oh, I'm just going to order a salad. They're implying they're getting the healthy meal. But when you look at the menu in so many places, the salad has 1,300 calories and the steak that I order has 600. Uh, used to mean, you know, the equation was salad equals healthy. That was That's a false equation. In the same manner for years, every time I faced a struggle, I thought, okay, God's making me wise because trouble, tribulation, struggles, catastrophe equals wisdom. And it was, it was only recently that I finally figured out that my equation was flawed. It's not wisdom equals experience or experience equals wisdom. It's contemplated experience equals wisdom. So if I don't stop, and instead of trying to avoid and get out of the pain that I'm experiencing through this event or through the circumstances, if I instead first ask God, uh, where is your hand in this? What is it you're trying to teach me through this? Uh, where are you asking me to grow or stretch as a result of this particular circumstance? That's when wisdom comes. So yeah, I've, I've enjoyed a lot of different challenges from um, 
first business I had it that I was 26 going through a bankruptcy with that and being the last one to lock up the factory. Um, mm -hmm. that, that made a big impression on a, uh, somebody who was very way too young to own a big business to the first time I jumped out of the airplane, the parachute literally did not open, uh, to the cancer diagnosis, to, uh, a lot of personal choices I made that were very unfortunate. Yeah. There's a long list of things. And in every one of them, I can look back now and see God was preparing me for the day. God was trying to strengthen me. Um, to represent him in the marketplace, you have to be a warrior and you can't be a warrior without the muscle, without the training. Um, when, when we work with business owners and, and uh, needs arise, problems arise, they don't need someone to react. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. How are you going to deal with that? They need someone to respond. Mm -hmm. um, if you call 911 to report a fire, you don't want the dispatcher to say, you got a fire? Tell me about it. How did it start? How big is it? What part of your house is it in? Man, I'm not certain we've ever had one of those before. Which department should I give that to? No, they don't see anything like that. They're not reacting. They're responding. They know exactly what to say through their training, exactly how to uh, respond to the situation. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what all the tribulations that we go through in life, I think, are intended to do. So when yeah, we do face point. those problems, we can try our hardest to get out of them as quickly as possible, or we can stop and try to find the lesson that God is wanting us to have through the process. Did mm -hmm. I successfully avoid your question once again? <laughs> kind of, but that's okay. I think there were some good nuggets in that. A um, couple. All right. So the last podcast interview, I'm still tweaking my wonderful questions that you really hated before we started this podcast, but no, I, I am changing up one per your suggestion. Instead of asking the meaning of life, which I finally did in the last uh, podcast interview with Tatiana Sawyer, I want to ask you, what is your purpose in life and how do you have that certainty? You know what? That's a, a good question as well. A great question. Um, someday I'd like to, to see this is an accounting thing. Now, how many times I've changed my definition of purpose? Yeah, you know, we've all gone through it as kids. Our purpose is fun as as young adults. Our purpose is fun. Um, we, we change that purpose. And I feel like now I'm getting such clarity on my purpose. Number one is to praise and worship him to deepen my relationship with him. There's scripture that says, give him all my heart, my mind, and my soul. And trying to define that each day uh, and deepen that definition is a purpose. But then if, if that is meaningful in my life, why wouldn't I share it with others and hopefully earn the, the level of relationship where a sharing like that is appropriate? Um, so that's kind of where I am on purpose right now. Too many words, I'm sorry. No, that's great. I love it. I love it. All right. So on that note, we're probably hitting like our 20 minute mark and people are going to be like, oh my gosh, I can't focus anymore. So um, what other words of wisdom can you give us before we close out today? Uh, well, you started down the road a second ago. What's the number one book people should go by right now? If yeah. you ask that question, I would answer it by saying there's a gentleman named Jordan Rayner that wrote a book recently. Maybe it's two years ago. Maybe it's a year ago called Redeeming Your Time. And this gentleman studied, I mean, studied every contemporary book on time management, on priority setting, 
on, on life patterns. And he kind of pulled them all together into a singular book. And holy smokes, a, a friend of mine recommended it to me. Uh, I read it cover to cover like six times. I recommend it to some other people. Uh, it is spreading like wildfire. So if you've not read Redeeming Your Time, uh, that would be the book I would recommend. Um, and then you also mentioned the Bible. Quiet time is not necessarily digging your nose in the Bible. You may you know, accidentally end up in, in Numbers or Leviticus and think, man, why am I reading this? There are so many wonderful devotions, and maybe that's a good place to start. Sarah Young has a book called uh, Jesus Calling, which is written in third grade English, which is the level where I stopped. So I understand it all. It's written um, about my life. And day after day after day, it's like, why is everybody else reading this? Because this was written just for me. And so, yeah, don't feel the burden of having the perfect quiet time and becoming a Bible scholar or joining, you know, the, the Bible Olympics. Um, different things are exactly right for different people. The important part is starting our time, starting our day with our true boss, with our Savior. Amen. Awesome. And funny you mentioned Jordan Rayner because he's going to be on my podcast next. So I am so excited to have him and pick his brain. He gets so nitty gritty with time blocking and time budgeting, I think he calls it and stuff like that. And so, yeah, it's a life changer book. And I'm really excited to, to interview him next. Joe, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. I wish that I could just do like an eight hour broadcast with you because there's so many things um, that you teach me on a daily basis and you've got so much wisdom and heart and you know I really just appreciate you so much well you're kind I used way too many words today so probably there's no one watching it now that we've reached the end of this <laughs> thank you so much uh, Jackie it's such a pleasure to spend time with you and I'm so pleased you're doing these podcasts I know you're going to find some wonderful people to feature and I can't wait uh, to see what's coming with Jordan and the ones to follow Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Concierge CPA hosted by Tax Plan IQ. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. If you are a successful accounting firm owner or influencer who would like to be on this program, please visit JackieMeyerCPA.com, J-A-C-K-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-C-P-A.com to apply. Please share this on social media and rate us so we can continue our good work. Join our Facebook group called Accounting Firm Influencers or connect with me on most platforms under Jackie Meyer CPA. Thanks for being accountable to transforming our industry today.